October 28, 2006. It's a Watt from Pedro show.
There we are. Here we are. <laughs> I'm, get, I'm getting used to uh, back in action. The Watt from Pedro show. Live in Pedro. One, one. There we go. Hello, hello. Watt from. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, it's the uh, October 28, 2006. I think it's been six weeks or something since we last did one, huh, brother? It's Matt? been a long while. I think beginning of September or something. September. About six weeks. Yeah, so yeah. six weeks. And uh, a lot under the river. Uh, that was Lonnie's Lament we started with, John Coltrane. And then after that was uh, Nine Volt Pen Pal with Action and Reaction. Uh, I've been back a week now. I came back from Chicago, uh, recorded with the Stooges, the album. It was so, an experience. Uh, I bet. <laughs> quite an experience. Uh, also, uh, yeah, I got to borrow a bike, I was telling you, and I, I was talking with Brother Matt about things, and, but I didn't want to... <laughs> What'd Spill you say? the beans. Keep it fresh. Yeah, yeah. keep it fresh. So he's, it's the first time he gets to hear this here. But uh, yeah, I got borrowed a bike. In fact, it was one of these um, uh, ones with shock absorbers, which is kind of neat because their roads are all beat up. And uh, not really bike lane rock. I was swimming with these guys. Probably like Joe Pisa tells me he rides up there in Echo Park in L.A. You're swimming with the car. I mean, my pedaling is... <laughs> Spoiled. <laughs> Spoiled. What would you say? You know what I mean? You know, I go really early here in Pedro, and there's hardly any driving. Mm. I ain't swimming with any of those monkeys, man. I mean, if most more of the drivers were uh, peddlers, I think they'd have a different consciousness. Yeah, but be this other steel. thing. Yeah, you know what I mean? They're in the little womb, uh-huh. steel, glass, and rubber womb child thing, and oblivious. So I'm swimming with them. But the good thing about pedaling is there's no hills. I jammed miles without one hill. Wow. Now, b- both my uh, pedals, what, what it was, it was towards the end when uh, I didn't really have a lot more to do. I, and uh, like Hick said, you can go pedal. And uh, I had the walkie-talkie leash, and I'll yank on it when I uh, have you come and maybe you do a fix or something. But it was after I uh, recorded all the songs. So uh, admissions for each of the days. Well, see, Bob Weston said he was going to get some rental thing. That never happened. Anything, uh, so I, but luckily, I got a dead pastor borrowed me one. Uh, and yeah, one of these fancy ones, really light shock absorbers. And, you know, but it had low handlebars. I didn't think that so much, but I couldn't ask for that too. You know? <laughs> Choosy. But mission was. Now, I've always known I was uh, conceived in Chicago. And. Yeah, I call. I'm calling my mom Sunday, and because uh, I'm not there to chat with her and my sisters. Hey, I'm okay, Ma. You know, and uh, oh, Michael White. Her address where she lived was in her head still after 50 years. When she moved from Peoria to Chicago, she, uh, the coal ran out in Dines, Wyoming. So as a teenager, she grew up in Peoria, where they make the Caterpillar uh, tractors. Uh-huh. So it's 160 miles south. Chicago, I, I know the coast people don't know this, or some do, but a lot aren't aware of West Coast, East Coast people. But for the Midwest, Chicago is the big town, man. Yeah. It's the big daddy. And I don't think us 
uh, Cali or uh, New York, Boston people, we don't really understand this. Yeah, you're just cruising through miles of cornfields, and yeah. then all of a sudden, this big old brick city. Uh, I think she was number two for a long time. I think L.A. maybe just passed, but she's huge, and it's a big deal. So my mom went up there, and my, there's a Lakeshore Naval Training Station or something. My father did his boot camp, and this is where they met. So she remembers her address, 917 Agatite. So fuck it, you know. My pewter's got the map software. Yeah. I brought my uh, aluminum purse. And uh, so I look it up. It's a two-block street. And I fucking pedal to it. You know, it's up. In fact, she said in those days it was the gay part of town. And uh, I asked around with the people in the studio. And they said it's called Boys Town. It still is. Oh. <laughs> and... Uh, so I pedal up there, you know, through a lot of rainbow banner <laughs> thing. And, uh, the interesting about the um, Chicago, uh, they, they, you know, they got the perpendicular, the grid, but then they got to make an interesting uh, little diagonal, so like six way, the intersections, uh. the big daddies, sort of like DC with the state streets, mm. except I think it's more forty five, the uh, DC, the Masonic and everything, of course, uh, thirty feet. <laughs> But uh, I think he's split it in half. So you've got this 45 zone. <laughs> the intersection is going to be a little uh, wild. But I got in there, even started to drizzle. I found a place that was selling chopped liver. I had a thing. And I found the pad. Oh, uh, cool. And, you know, uh, now it was just a shell. In fact, they put it in new brick to make it another floor higher and longer. And because I took a picture of it, and I said to my mom, I got on a horn with uh. her, too. Uh but she could recognize the brick. They got rid of the stairwell. They made them into condos. Uh, in fact, they were there was a big sign out there. Half of them had been sold. Uh, but the facades and stuff, you know, she said she was on the second floor. She goes, Michael Watt, that is where you were conceived. Wow. Uh, you know, so I went, you know, kind of to the womb. The, <laughs> the architectural uh, building room. And so that was one day. And then the other, uh, next day, another pedal out because where she meets him uh, obviously she met him before that uh, and it was at a dance in 56 the Hungarian thing had happened with the, the Ruskies uh, came down on him so there was a lot of refugees and there was a dance at a YMCA uh, benefit and that's where she met him at this dance uh, so I wanted to find the YMCA now I found the land it was on but I think in the early and, 80s or something uh, they built a newer one no windows, more for kids. But it was, I, got, I went to the land. Uh -huh. So I went to where they met, and then I went to where. Uh, uh, cool. I, you know, I came forth. Uh -huh. <laughs> or began to begin. <laughs> cool. So those were my bicycle missions. Uh, now I also did missions on, on foot and using the L uh -huh. and uh, buses. Because, you know, you're on tour do this you get uh -huh. your boat and stuff. so and this is how I went to the field museum and in fact next we're going to play something from a band called Suicide Note the drummer uh, Jason uh, works there and got me in because the first time I took all the public transpos to get there that was interesting to it's do like that cool system, but it was huh? sold out uh -huh. you can't just go and show up this <laughs> tut thing I guess you know it's on tour uh -huh. and, uh, and I remember Mr. Kim couldn't go to the LACMA one without getting tickets can't just show up. I didn't know. So he gets me in uh, the last day. In fact, the, I flew in that night, uh, flew home that night. So during the daytime, he 
Jason gets me in, and then he gives me a tour uh, upstairs and stuff, the old books, uh, the place where they clean the flesh off the bones with the bugs. Backstage, huh? Yeah. Didn't smell <laughs> as intense. In fact, they, uh, when you come in the hatchers, uh, there was two worker guys, uh, well, a woman and a man there, uh, peeling stuff, uh, feathers and stuff off, little bird ones, but they can't get it all off, so they let these bugs who just eat dead flesh uh, go to town. And the smell, it was intense, but not as bad as... Uh, city morgue when I had that. <laughs> that was more foul. You know what's funny about that? Dudes chow their lunch right out there. Yeah. You know, I guess after working there a month it or two, it's ended. like, ah, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we worked on a Catalina boat, we'd be chowing our lunch in front of people who'd be chowing. <laughs> They'd be blowing chow. Yeah, yeah, because the seasick, I'd have my two thirsty. He's painting the deck with his yeah, puke. It'd be chowing. It was all sky, all water. Pure two puke some. Kim didn't. In fact, I had a break guy that Thurston locked himself in the head and all these people had to piss and puke shit. And so I had to like, <laughs> <laughs> He was green. That was sad. But uh, it was big. You know, that's, and this was the old slow boats. Oh, yeah, the cattle So it marches. took a long time to get there, two and a half hours. Uh-huh. So like, Whoa. Although the fast boats can get you sick. It's just shorter. Yeah, you don't have to be as sick yeah, as long. sick as long, yeah. <laughs> So the recording went well? That was, that was a cool experience? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't play one note on the D or G string. Uh-huh. And mo- a lot of songs, just the E string. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I, was, <laughs> I took t- total direction, total surrender. You know, I was there to learn and help them out, and it was very interesting. Uh, it was very cool. How many songs? Songs, 15. 15. But I, I want to play something, uh, this uh, suicide note. Uh, what from Pedro Show?
that he's the next That's one in line to get killed
Pedro show. Uh, that was Sports Guitar, <laughs> yeah. a band from Switzerland with a tune called Dinner from them, their album Mary, Three Kids. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Before that, we had some live uh, Rocket from the Tombs, 1975. The tune called Frustration. The singer there was uh, David Thomas, went on to do Parubu uh, last year. That was a year ago now. Me and Georgie got to record with him for the second Unknown Instructors project. It was supposed to come out a couple days ago, but it's been pushed back to March of 2007. But before that, uh, oops, before that, uh, a seven inch single with a couple songs from there will be out. 1968 records. Unknown Destructors on Smog Vale, who also puts out David Thomas solo stuff. And then there's a third one, too, I think six or seven months later, it'll be another Unknown Instructor album. This is like jam stuff, this uh, poet from Toledo, Dan McGuire, mm-hmm. organized. Yeah, and Doug on the first one, I still want to find that damn. Oh, uh, the way the things first work. One was bitching. Speak of the devil. Oh. Bitchin'. And so I'll play one of those tunes from the first one Very coming cool. out. Um, uh, one really neat experience from that session was uh, David Thomas uh, conducting us, me and Georgie. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Cool. I really liked it. I wish we could have done more of the album like that because uh, he's quite a character himself. And brilliant, funny man, uh, but a brilliant musician and poet himself, David Thomas. I think in those days, with Rocket of the Tomb from the Tombs, he was called Crocus Behemoth, <laughs> <laughs> which is a pretty neat name. Uh, before uh, Tombs, uh, we had Freddy's Four Fingers, uh, a song called Yakuza Story. Uh, trying to tell you about that Bob Mitchum movie where he deals with Yakuza ends up cutting his finger, his pinky off but I can't remember the title it's a lady named Eko dies, a lot of people die in it it's like a noir huh. gangster thing from the 50's Bob Mitchum movies are pretty good Yeah. What's one, uh, the, the Night of the Hunter Little Children it's that like shyster <laughs> preacher guy with a love and hate tattooed on uh-huh. his Things, fingers. Uh, oh yeah, uh, Sh- Sh- Shirley. Who's the lady uh, who swam in the Poseidon? Oh, uh, Shelly Winters. Yeah, yeah, she's in. <laughs> in fact, I think she made it, and she ain't even in it that much. She gets drowned in that one, like floating in a car, well, not floating much, <laughs> going down with the car. Uh, before Freddie's Four Fingers, we had Breather Resist. Uh, with Bad With Dates and we started off with How Not To Care by Suicide Note which was uh, Jason uh, my uh, King Tut exhibit Tormeister which was uh, pretty neat I mean uh, a lot of stuff wasn't there like the mummy and uh, the coffin cases but the little case that held his liver was there and it's all ornate like everybody known 
It's like 12 boxes he was in. Just not mummy case, but uh, case within a case, you know, like uh-huh. babushka, babushka doll uh-huh. things, you know. Inside, inside, inside. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had, uh, I think, his grandmother's coffin. A lot of the little uh, prayer totem things with the spells and Book of the Dead stuff. And amazing stuff, 3,500 years old or whatever. Really, really amazing. He's the guy who came after. I mean, the only reason he's famous is because this was the tomb that was untouched. Uh, so they, they found a new... King Pharaoh at nine. The boy. Died at 19. Boy King. Right. So it was actually a lot of people behind the scene running the show. And But the big political thing was, the guy before him was... Uh, I'm in Hotep the Fourth, who renamed himself uh, Akhenat uh. and changed the religion to the one sun god. Mm. So it was the big... Well, he put a lot of dudes out of work by doing that. Yeah. So, uh, but he created like a new capital too, right? So that's right. Right, Ankara or something. He yeah, moved it right. from uh, Karnak. So it, it upset a lot of the old, the, the way things were working for many hundreds mm. and hundreds of years. So Tut's reign is the, the regent people, the real power behind the thing, getting it all back mm. to the old way. Mm. You know, Like I said, he put a lot of people out of work. It's still unknown, you know, was it a progressive idea, uh, monotheism, or was it just you start a new cult, then you're in charge of it and you're hiring the people and the patronages towards you. Yeah, because they, they, they knock off it. a lot of the names of the earlier pharaohs to put their names on Oh, yeah, on like the, the woman. Yeah. yeah she's totally yeah, wiped out. She used to wear fake beards. Well, they all wear fake beards and wigs and stuff because mm. they shaved everything, painted on their eyebrows. But uh, one of the things was towards the end... Because he's always been thought to have been murdered. And there's a lot of proof now that he probably wasn't murdered. He might have fallen off a chariot. Is he kind of sickly little dude anyway? Yeah. But there's uh, bone breaks, um, Mm. fractures in his legs and stuff. And maybe infection got him. But... uh, so they just find some new untouched tombs in the valley. So maybe that, but that's why he's famous. So maybe, mm-hmm. yeah, he'll be uh, usurped. But man, his thing was untouched. His name Howard Carter. They all ended up dying because of yeah, some, some fungus. curse. Yeah, <laughs> cursed fungus was in there, uh, and uh, yeah. What was on last night? Uh, uh, I was watching with my mom. Bella Lugosi, White Zombie. It's huh. <laughs> pretty intense movie. <laughs> Zombies in Haiti. They're working a sugar mill for them. <laughs> Cheap <bizarre>. labor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> These guys with the eyes. You know. uh, what were we at? 46? Yeah. Uh, let's play some uh, Nels Klein. Uh, what for Pedro show.
From Pedro. Let's turn that down there. That was Nod with uh, a tune called Ron's Wood. <laughs> I think that's on Steve. Yeah, it's on Steve Shelley's label. Huh. I did tour with them. <clears throat> yeah, Smells Like Records. Hoboken. Steve Shelley, drummer Sonic. Uh, I think this band, though, was from Rochester. Rochester. Xerox and, uh, Kodak. Rochester. I got to play with Sonny Sharak uh, there. Or was it there? That was Buffalo. Yeah, what did I play with you? <laughs> My memory is terrible. Maybe it was Nod. <laughs> and before that, we had Nels Klein doing a solo tidbit, something from uh, Sounds. I think this set was actually recorded in Pedro in 2002 something or 2001 something about the Angels Gate the cultural center where I practiced oh. the old Fort MacArthur upper reservation so that was Nell's solo tidbit cool man I got the best news some kid told me he came up and talked to Nell's like at a Wilco gig or you know he's been side bouncing for Wilco and, uh, I don't know so my name came up or something Nell said yeah you know what wrote me uh uh, me and Bob Lee a new Black Gang album and I can't wait to record it so that's happening cool it's, it's true you know and Nels always brings the best playing out of me so I can't wait I mean, we're very busy lately uh, new band 
I have a trio called the Missing Men who did the first three gigs, maybe six or seven weeks ago. And uh, with this cat, M. Ward, I'll play another song. I think I've played a song of his before. A young guy from, who lives in Portland and a uh, very soft singer. And I, he had me come up and do a spoonful with him and some Daniel Johnson song. Uh, I can't remember. Going back, back home, something like that. But um, and then we had him come up and do Fun House and uh, Red and the Black Blue Oyster Cult. Oh, cool. In fact, I played. I found Tyranny Station. Somebody must have flowed this to me. It has a bunch of bonus tracks. Oh, but, cool. Uh, I played that next day. I'm worried. And, I mean, his audience. You know, he like I say, he plays very quiet, soft, sort of like uh, Joey and Calexico and mm-hmm. Sam with the Iron and Wine. And it's it's a trip out of these. Uh, it isn't a trip. It's just very generous of them, you know, because I don't play very quiet. <laughs> <laughs> very soft, maybe a little with dough sometimes, but but uh, yeah, there's no problem, you know. This whole idea of genre and everybody having to be fit into the things—it's marketing. Yeah, I like it making hybrids. Yeah, people like difference. Like I was telling you about that Denver gig, you know, with the tie-dye people, and that was me having my prejudgments, you know, like mm. they're gonna hate. I'm not gonna really do it. Jerry's children thing. <laughs> they ended up digging it and anyway, you know. Mm. Yelling my name. I didn't even know that they thought I was telling you I was backstage with the, the code on and stuff and people thought I was some of the help or something. <laughs> you know? So gotta give people a shot. You know what I forgot to talk about was it's Halloween's coming, my favorite holiday of the year. And Give I know we're a few days early. Heads. But this is where uh, people this is what I hate. Now it's gonna be on a Tuesday, right? It should be celebrated on Tuesday. You know? Mm-hmm. They're gonna do weekend thing. That just enforces the idea of the weekend and the week and all this mm-hmm. artificial holidays are to upset that stuff. And plus it's the very honest holiday. It's one day a year that we admit we wear costumes. Uh. <laughs> oh no, not on the other days, right? These are the real clothes. <laughs> I'm going to wear a pumpkin on my head. But I'm playing in Zion, uh, southwest part of Utah. Bitchin'. It's a little town called Springdale. I haven't played there since I, my sickness. In fact, that's the last time I played Denver with band. Even though it was the day after getting back, I wanted to do it because <laughs> I was telling you, you know, they've been, there's been like five banging gigs there, and I'm always <laughs> on the poster, and I'm never there. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. God, I wish the mic was on when I'm telling you this. But, that, you know, we had to fly in, so I used my bass, but I didn't have an amp. They had this little beat-up thing, and so I couldn't hear it at all. It was all. The whole stage was Perkins drum set. They brought in some of them DW people, set up this huge-ass thing. It was so huge that the opening band had to use it because they were they thought it'd take a few days to set back up, so they wanted to leave it up there. Big, wide stage, and it was all him and Willie. And we didn't have Nels. We had Clint on guitar, who did a good job. He blew up at the little lamp they had for him. <laughs> they brought in so uh, later on they brought him up another one, but he had be <laughs> in Willie's effects. But the effects on the trumpet, I don't know about anyway. But uh, I couldn't hear what I was playing, so I just <clears throat> everything. turned all the knobs up. <laughs> Spinners for Creedence. Who didn't know it was Creedence? <laughs> and same with Maggot Brain. You know, it's a trip, so you <laughs> turn things on. I guess they have their own set of standards and 
We weren't going to do trucking, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Springdale. It's in the bottom of uh, Zion Canyon, which is beautiful land. And next to Bryce, which is even wilder. I don't know if you've driven through there, brother. That's one zone I have not It ain't explored. that far, you know. St. George is the big town. It's I-15, like if you were going to Las Vegas, uh, right? Just off keep I-10, I-15, you just keep going. Mm-hmm. It's right after you cross the border, St. George is the next big town. And then you go a little bit east, and that, this is this area. And the Mormons found it, and they gave all these Old Testament names to these peaks and stuff. Wild stuff. And Bryce's uh, geysers that where the land eroded. But because the geyser came up and uh, left deposit, it, the lining became, when the land eroded around him, it's like these 200-foot whatever. Those corridors. Bowl. Well, you know what I mean? Well, wow. this thing, and you're looking down from up right into this canyon. You're seeing these things. It's like a forest, but not trees. You know, uh, they're these weird, and what a, like a sculptures, you know? Uh, Watts Towers or something, but made that from nature, from the geyser. Wow, it's deposit being harder than the land that was around it. Uh, so that all wore. So it's these it's all dimensional. It's trippy. Wow. And it ain't as smoggy as Grand Canyon. So, so it's a really righteous thing. Uh, but I got to get back. Unfortunately, uh, I'd like to spend a day there. I, I, when I was there five years ago, yeah, I think it was around. right after the sickness is when I last played there. I did get to hike around. And, and even some of the roads go through. Like they, uh, there's a big old hole in the mountain where... Like, like a picture window they cut uh, from on the road. There's your bone falling. Hotline. <laughs> and uh, so that's where I'm spending Halloween. I think I'll be my 25th one in a row. I always play with an outfit. And, uh, yeah, I want to wear a pumpkin on my head again. Uh, I put a picture up of me, and, and people thought I photoshopped it. Like I stuck some pumpkin. Oh, you got the real slime in your hair to yeah, prove you it on. Huh? <laughs> good. I made a pie with the innards. I love pumpkins. I love when I was a boy. Orange was always my favorite color. I don't know why, but there's something about it. Maybe because the sun. Oh yeah, the new pad. That's what I got. What do we got on time? Oh, we're uh, over the over 105. Wow, we both. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is uh, done for the first hour. We'll have Pedro shows. The whole time for hour two. October 28th, 2006. It's a Watt from Pedro show. When there are no words for it, only the metronomic ticking, time clocks clicking escapement, there are still your hands, crack from light. Keeping up with machines Calibrated to one ten-thousandth of an inch So toothpaste tops screw tightly on their threads Hurry past the illiterate break room Open the aluminum door Part the plastic flaps and jump down off the dock Walk across the parking lot Notice celandine purifying broken concrete Dandelions cleansing the sidewalk Stop onto the stars 
time has melted back into its regular shape. Look at your hands now. One of a kind. Elms ticking in the wind. Swiftness unseen. Fingers bruised until there is no longer a word. A shade no words convey. Sand softens between her toes. Blistered feet heal with each white capped undulation. Something less than a woman. More a shadow the sunbathers never see. This landscape a part of her ceaseless imagination. Flotsam of gleaming auto parts floating by on the conveyor belt. Rocking back and forth, foot to foot. The warm mud hardens into cold cement floor. Reality of long hours coming back to her. A memo taped to her locker this morning. Wondering what she'll dream now. Time is on her hands. Leave her a little something extra. The fidgety redhead who flirts out a bad habit. Part of her job is explained in the handbook. The eggs she serves tell secrets she never hears. Her goal tonight? Simply sitting down.
just to keep on rolling. I don't want to leave this heaven so soon. show that's the merkins with black metal ben before that we had mark lanigan and methamphetamine blues we started off with punch out the layoff gratuity that's a <laughs> three-part title i guess unknown instructors <laughs> dan mcguire there with the words and uh titles uh, that's from the first album the thing you were talking about brother that yeah I moved uh, 
only two blocks east, but man, so much sun because I'm on the east side of the building, so I get all the orange from the sun rises. I love it. I love it. And the sun sets on the other folks and mm. turns them their pads into kilns. <laughs> but I have the early morning. And also there's two hatches. There's a hatch on the other side. Oh, cool. Yeah, deadbolt, the whole thing. I don't know what it was because there's even a deadbolt on the hand, uh, inside door. But they had to share heads. Only one head. Oh. So I don't know what was going on, but I could get the blow through with the breeze rock. Cool. I've never had a pad with get two the hatches. Flow going. <laughs> <Much>. <laughs> you know, so that's that's kind of cool. And a lot more space, even though it's still major box hill forest. I've put a big den in it and trying to get more zen like and heave the fucking shit hoarded materialism. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've <laughs> given into through all the years cut the shit that's right brother Matt I'm very honored to have another dose of your spin cycle coming right up usually I'm on the other side until you're all prepped but uh, I went Bogart with some spiel there new pad spiel Uh, but you know it was only a holding pattern that walker pad anyway but it ended up three and a half years in the dark hole Never even put up my petted bones because it was always going to be temporary. So and it's good to be in this pad. And uh, even a place to put the boat, you know, balk for cues even. Okay, cool. here you are. But I'm on the 
about on the floor. And I have set it upon the table to fall down. But the photos were not so lucky today. And there is a small slit along the leather of my left shoe. But it's all very simple. We cannot acquire too much. There are laws we know nothing of. All manners of nudges set us to burning or freezing. What sets the blackbird in the cat's mouth is not for us to say or why some men are jailed like pet squirrels while others nuzzle enormous breasts through endless nights. This is the task and the terror and we are not taught why. Still, yes, still it's lucky the bottle landed straight side up. And although I have one of wine and one of whiskey, this forsooth somehow a good night. And perhaps tomorrow my nose will be longer. New shoes, less rain, more home. Across my back, rotten, rotten. 
bag of a thing, putting on pants with a rip in the crotch. I find in the mailbox, along with other threats. Dear Mr. Bukowski, would like to see some of your poems for possible inclusion in X Poetry Review. How's it going?
Yeah, I can't find trip. the cassette from my stuff I've taped off the TV, so I had to, like... First, I just tried to fake a Scotty accent from my answer machine. And then I found a little something on the Internet. But now you have my track back on the machine. Oh, yeah, yeah, all this Star Trek. Who's pads they're calling. <laughs> Speaking of phones, what from Pedro Show. Hello. What's your name? Uh, Sally. <laughs> This? Colonel Nathan R. Jessup, commanding officer, Marine Ground Forces, Guantanamo Bay, Cuba. Uh, okay, how can I help you? You ever served in an infantry unit? I'm not sure I understand what you're talking about. Ever served in a forward area? I don't know who this is. 
Colonel Nathan R. Jessup, Commanding Officer, Marine Ground Forces, Guantanamo Bay, Cuba. Are we clear? Yeah, we're clear. Are we clear? Yes, we are clear. I understand who you are, but That's I don't right. know you. Who are you? You want answers? Yeah, you call me, and I have no idea what you want. You can't handle the truth! Who is this? Colonel Nathan R. Jessup, Commanding <laughs> Ground forces Guantanamo Bay, Cuba. I'm not even going to. I'm not. I don't want to talk anymore about this. You have that luxury. I have that luxury. I have neither the time nor the inclination to explain myself. <sighs> this is ridiculous. Yeah, it is ridiculous. Are we clear? We're clear. Are we clear? I thought we were clear. That's right. I'm a fair guy, but this heat is making me absolutely crazy. I, I can't deal with this. I'm calling the cops. Did it show me? But eyes of a cat now on me. Of course, sideways crescents, and not conk cramp too lazy to open them wide. Windows I'm using to let fall in to. Hmm. Then, where is my tail? Even a girl cat has a tail or. Had one at one time. Then I figured, where are my claws? Not to let sharpness dig deeply, but to drag lightly, ever so barely, with paw pads mostly, patter pounds, tap down. Wound around ever so slightly, detected barely, senses aware then awaken hugely, but nope, 
And these whiskers, scruff black stubble, destined only to layer, yet furthermore distance to cover in order to cipher some feel of the senses, make sense of what's senseless, disguised to the eyes, yet helpless to feelers, antennas, detectors. Yet those have I not, beard and hairy lips all I got, till this razor flays them fainter and smoother. Comes my sun soaker, collector. Hide, where's my coat? Why bareness, barely a cover, a fur to be shiny and licked on. Yes, licked on. With a tongue full of roughness and not what I find which is still what I feel. Inside my word hole, a finger of softness. How will I lap? How will I groom? Where is that sandpaper everything tool? Finally, I try and try to yank real deep. Yank and yank for a purr not fake, but an ape, motor kitty straight, up in shape from so far down, most real, sound, vibe, I realize, then, they're only eyes, only if, I had no mirror to show me, intoxicate my eyes, and hold me in their very own gaze of them gazing, forever reflecting and reflect on the fathomless collecting of infinite connecting. Seeing through nothing but trance-induced staring. If only the music and the words were not lost and not muddled with thinking, but felt with each blinking, then eyes closed and each breath like a twinkling, a star in some imagined sky. If only your words.
show. That's um, Patsy Klein with I Fall to Pieces. Before that, we had some spiel I did called uh, The Morning I Woke Up with Cat Eyes. That was for a band from Dublin called Estelle. And I was uh, in Chicago recording with Stooges, so uh, I just spoke into my aluminum purse, flowed the email. Proxy fuck. <laughs> uh, we had um, C Hag before that with uh, C Hag and Watt. I guess they took a spiel of mine and put it in the music. My meter man poem. <laughs> it's made the rounds. I think Thurston used that in a Sonic Youth song once. And we started off with. Uh, Early Harvey Girl and a tune called Prank Jack. <laughs> okay, that's hour two of the October 28, 2006 version of what from Pedro Show Hold Type for hour three. October 28, 2006. It's the third hour of the Watt from Pedro Show. Deep dark wells, deep dark wells, deep dark wells, deep dark wells. It's the deepest and the darkest well that I have ever found. Hear me calling you from a deep down. Well, I had wishes, I had dreams that I could not tell, so I. Drop my silver dollars down and wishing well. Deep dark wells, deep dark wells, deep dark wells, deep dark wells. It's the deepest and the darkest well that I have ever found. Hear me calling you from a deep down. I've had dreams that could not come true Cause I lean too close That's when I fell down into my Deep dark wells Deep dark wells Deep dark wells Deep dark wells It's the deepest and the darkest well That I have ever found I'm calling you from a deep down
You got to dig it, baby. 
from Pedro show uh, well I didn't hear that you can hear a little better here <laughs> there's a little bit of hum ground rock uh, that was Taj Mahal from that uh, Rolling Stone circus thing I guess they never allowed out because uh, yeah, it was just a bootleg forever now it's finally out yeah, on DVD yeah. they wouldn't let it out in the day because uh, the Who did really well quick one and stuff and they thought they were blown away or something. <laughs> it's very bizarre. You were just talking about Iomi playing with Jethro Tull. Yeah. They're the only band who lip sync. Marianne Faithful with that giant parachute dress. <laughs> and then the felt hats. Oh John Lennon, right? With yeah. Keith Richards on bass and Eric Clapton. Yeah. Yoko. Yoko with the violin playing. Yeah, yelling right in his ear. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That was cool. Whoa. Like it's a giant step. <laughs> Hotline. <laughs> okay. Busy doing radio show. Before Taj Mahal, we had uh oh, ain't that a lot of love? Taj Mahal. Before that was the Blue Oyster Cult with the Red and the Black from Tyranny Mutation uh, song. D Boone started playing his boys and just keep playing it now. And uh, all my bands almost. I think so. I don't think Dose has ever done it. <laughs> I got to talk to Kira about that. <laughs> but uh, we uh, I did the first three Missing Men gigs uh, last month uh, with this uh, cat from Portland named M. Ward, really nice guy. And uh, I told him about that, so we had him on stage playing with us that tune in uh, Funhouse. 
Stooch's song. In fact, at the Fillmore, we got to play with Steve McKay. He was great. And uh, brought his whole band up. <laughs> but the other uh, two gigs, just his name's Matt. Really sweet guy. I'm glad I got to meet him. He said he first met me when he was 16. I told him I was sorry I couldn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, it was. he said it was fast, but he was in for the ride. <laughs> and then he had me come play with him for his encore's uh, Spoonful and Daniel Johnson song. Um, but... Uh, I think Raul and Tom did really good. And next month, November 20, we leave for a three-week uh, tour in Europe, open up for the Chili Peppers. So, And then next year, uh, make a Miss a Man album, which we're you know, excited for. And, uh, big fan of Tom Watson and Raul Morales, so it's really neat uh, getting to play with them. Uh, let's see here. What have we got? We got, uh, oh, yeah, the Heartbreaker, the real Heartbreakers, not that Florida band. When Richard Hell was in the band, Watt from Pedro Show.
Now, Watt from Pedro's show. There's uh, Opus from uh, bless, <laughs> Blesses and Curses. An opus of theirs called Why Nots. <laughs> Y-K-N-O-T-S. <laughs> Trivial. Music is a strange form of expression, I have to say. I'm into it. Before that, we had bi-level with It's Not Rocket Science. And uh, No One's Little Girl by the Raincoats. Something 20 years later after they... Because uh, they're from a long time ago, and then they got back together. Maybe more, 25 years. <laughs> I know they played with uh, Red Crayola some. He had some of them in his band in the early 80s. I was talking to Brother Matt... <coughs> little earlier about what Tom Watson does besides <laughs> you know Mike Watts stuff he plays a lot with Mayo Thompson and um, the Red Crayola in fact he's probably uh, Mayo Thompson's key man in that band he, you know, Tom tells me he uh, knows the songs that are Mayo you know some of them songs are from the 60s yeah that band's been around forever right so Tom like is the archivist uh. Like shows this is how it goes, man. <laughs> and uh, I still, I, I think at one time they had a bass player, like in the '60s. But they, and and then maybe with the raincoats in the early '80s. But they haven't had a bass player for a long time. There's this one great record they made in the late '70s. And it's just guitar and drum. And I think it was Chamberlain, Jesse Chamberlain. I think his name was, but he he just died a few years ago. But he was from the original Texas, um, Red Crayola. Anyway, before the raincoats, we had uh, the Heartbreakers, something live, New Pleasure, a Richard Hell song. That was when Richard Hell was in the band. Uh, speaking of which, he wrote a piece in the New York Times about CBGB's closing. Oh. Did you hear about that? Yeah, yeah. And I played there a few times. Uh, yeah, but they're, they're going to, like, open up, like, a Las, replica of it in Las, Las Vegas. Vegas yeah. yeah. Oh, man, I don't know about that. But Richard L. said he's into it. Hilly Crystal. He's a funny cat. Met him a few times. Man, a few words. But obviously stoic. Keep that going. I think it's been pay to play for a lot of years lately. Yeah, it's nothing like in its day. Uh, let's see here. We got some bands now from uh, Japan.
nosotros no deberíamos estar aquí.
From Pedro Show. I just died up. Uh, that was the Rans with Everyone Chooses Sides. Before that, we had Las Cruces Jail by Two Gallants. I've never played in Las Cruces, but I've driven through it a lot. Anyway, those guys were arrested at some gig in Austin. Uh, some philosopher came in to tell them uh, to turn it down or something, and uh, things. All of a sudden, he's wrestling with the singer and stuff uh, on the deck so best of luck to those cats bogus um, shocker TV before that was Zapatista Core, and we start off with Bastard Bastardized by Electric Eel Shock on what from Pedro show um Brother Matt, you were going to go to Santa Cruz. Yeah, yeah, I was going to go check out Lauren and Bass, uh, Nec- uh, Bass Nectar people up there rocking a big party in the woods up in Santa Cruz, but figured I'd been having a lot of fun lately, so I'd stick around this weekend and get a little work done. Yeah. And we get to have a rare what from Pedro show. We've been on the, the seldom schedule lately. <laughs> Yeah, ain't that a trip? But you know, I just had so much to do. Shit happens. And I've been out of town, so been up to some cool stuff. Yeah, it's not like I've been slacking it. So when's this stew job supposed to be done? The mixer now. Got a call from Miggy, and uh, the mixer right now, Steve Albini. Steve, by the way, was a great guy to work with, man. 
all the folks there at uh, Electrical Audio, Stephen and Ben, Will, um, really cool people. And, you know, I, I stayed there because, uh, yeah, they have little cog pads. So I was in one of them, and there was a little cat named Pip that kept me company a lot. It was righteous. Oh, I got a book of Albini's I returned. I accidentally kind <laughs> You know Heinrich Boll? He's uh, like a yeah. World War, right after World War II writer in Germany and very funny cat. Uh, yeah, I chowed at the same pad every morning. Some There was a chow pad by there called Clara and James. I couldn't guess who Clara was, but I heard somebody yell Jim to the cook, so he was the cook, older Asian guy, and I went and uh, the last day, because he's cooking me chow all those days, and so I went to thank him, and he was kind of scared. <laughs> I was going to grab him. Uh, <laughs> oh, just thank you. Okay. <laughs> Bob from Pedro. Scrapper, you saw memories before. You pull somebody in where the story begins. And how did I ever wake up from the Muni Island night up the hill and through the town? I just slipped away somehow. Oh, 
Bot from Pedro show. <laughs> that was funny. Steve <laughs> <laughs> <Just keep> Marion. <laughs> no, that's not the name of the band. The, the band. <laughs> the name is better. It's called Bottles of Wine, and that tune's called Leads to Drinking. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know what, brother Matt? It's Halloween, right? This is a big Halloween. Show and we didn't play anything scary. Well, I right. guess that was. That well, was you had the scary. one organ from Macedonia that had oh, like yeah, a little, that's little right. uh, suicide note. Yeah, that little little anyway, kind of organ. So, sound. but you know what? I've always been torn about Halloween anyway because in some ways it's just funny costumes. I, uh, yeah, I never meant like skulls and blood and a lot. It's like the same little horror soundtrack. Yeah, here all the time. Right, because <laughs> I always thought Halloween was more about tripping people out with costumes, like uh, you know. I guess the common one now is to dress like a priest and have a little, uh, a little boy fabric boy. <laughs> I guess that's scary. Very scary. It's not like a little pony, too. So or like sheep. A, I've seen yeah. sheep tied up front. Yeah. <laughs> kind of scary in its own way. Yeah, something for everyone. Yeah. Anyway, uh, everybody really enjoy. Oh, I should tell you the other songs. There was uh, Jewel Bomb by Richard Buckner. Before Bottles of Wine. <laughs> And uh, we start off with uh, Ocean Man by X-Hall Loser. <laughs> and anyway, uh, you're uh, hopefully big, happy Halloween coming your way. And remember, don't do a weekend thing. I'll try to get the show up tonight because it's Saturday night, and uh, that'd be great to prevent people from doing clowny stuff like that. <laughs> and wreck the whole organized weekday, weekend, scrotum more scheme holidays no, on Tuesday. Schema. <laughs> Paradigm. To paradigm. Yeah, more holidays on Tuesdays, Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays. Spread it around. Spread it yeah, around. Well. Screw it up. <laughs> Everybody's jerking for the weekend. You know, don't be a jerk. Or be a part-time jerk. Celebrate uh, according. Brother Matt, thank you so much for aiding and abetting and being cool. a faithful, smarter person than I am. <laughs> 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 more together. <laughs> And it's great. Um, yeah, I got some gigs to go to. So, October 26th, no, October 28th, 2006 version of the for Pedro Show. Punkin' on my head Tuesday in Zion. Uh, two gigs tonight, but I'm waiting to taste punkin' from the inside. <laughs> Keep your powder dry. <laughs>